Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And today we're, we're so we're social distance. We are social point that distancing. Out, yeah. Continuing to social distance. Truth be told, everyone should social distance from Jeff anyway, just because you never know where he's been. Valid point. I mean, this this is just this was pre-corona. Yeah, this is just the world finally catching up to me. <laughs> so anyway. So, Jeff, why don't you announce the cigar that we're going to be smoking today? Okay, so, Nick, you have the particulars on this, but my good friend, Garrett Collier, from Benton, Illinois, hooked me up with a couple of sticks. It's probably been a good four months, four or five months ago. And he said, hey, he said, you you like to smoke cigars. And I said, why? Yes, I do. And he said, I bought these a couple of years ago. I've just had them in my humidor. I've kind of gotten out of the habit. I want you to have them. And I said, by God. We're going to keep these, and we're going to smoke them on the show, and today is that day. So, Garrett Collier in Benton, Illinois, thank you very much. I really do appreciate you giving these to us, and we are going to be smoking the 601 Reserva Limitada Maduro. From, now, from Espinosa Cigars. Give us the particulars there, Nick, because you had to look this one up. It is a Nicaraguan Puro, so, you know, binder, filler, wrapper, all that, Nicaraguan, and this is the... Prominente size, yes, which puts it at a yeah what five is and that? a half by fifty six. Fifty six, that's right. So, yep, it's a uh, gorgeous cigar. It's solid. It smells like cigar. It's definitely aged. The cellophane is a nice golden oh, color. It's a gorgeous. Look at the nice difference. Nice. Look at the difference in where it was folded oh, over. Uh huh. Yeah, is nice and. Brown. This is a good aged cigar. This may be one of the few aged cigars I ever smoke. This uh, the cigar did receive the number six cigar of the year from Cigar Aficionado in two thousand and nine, and so we're going to be giving this guy a go today. That's awesome. So, so it is now time to go ahead and have our cut. However, the cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company. Gosh darn right, it is located in Crestwood, Missouri. I was just over talking to Dan uh, very briefly yesterday, and he uh, he's practicing all the. Uh, the right moves in his shop there. He's got the hand sanitizer right when you walk in. He makes everybody do that. Only one customer in the shop at a time. He makes you stand at the counter. Then he or his staff will put on gloves. They'll ask you what you want. And they will go get it out of the humidor and bring it over to you and everything. And as soon as you're done with the transaction, you kind of head on out. And they'll replace the gloves in between each transaction. So he's he's... He keeps saying he, it's important for him to be on the right side of history. He's taking care of, of making sure that he's doing everything right when he's doing the pickup and the to-go orders and everything like that. Well, and you've got to appreciate that because this guy has put his heart and soul into this uh, business. And on one hand, you don't want to see the business fail. On the other hand, you want to see people like you and I be able to get cigars. He's fulfilling both of those. Precisely. And he's got something for everybody from $3 to $100 in there. So Let me point you know, something out. It's, it's important to note that he's definitely got a cigar for every budget. Nick was kind enough because I have not had time with everything going on at work and everything going on with the pandemic um, to get over to Riverman and to pick up my 1974s, which they just got in from Casada Cigars. And Nick was nice enough to buy me three. And yeah, you still do, owe me for those. Oh, w- wait, what? I thought I th- thought they were a gift. No, nah, you still owe. That's like three six, dude. Yeah, that. You still owe me for those. I thought they were a gift. No, I bought them for you, but I'm not buying them for you for you. 
Oh, I'm not giving you a tip. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, just I didn't. Yeah. So, but, but Nick was as even though he's making me pay him back, <laughs> he was kind enough to go pick them up for me and bring them back, and I'm so excited because I haven't had the cigar in going on probably eight months, and I absolutely love that Casada 1974. So, folks, even if you're not in the St. Louis area and you can't get over to Dan's shop, the guy is doing mail order he delivery. He is doing mail order, and this is something that I he wanted can to hook point you out. Up. This is something I wanted to point out is that. Right now, there's a lot of folks that are heading online to order their cigars because their local shops are are maybe shut down or maybe they live too far away or something like that, right? Check with your local brick and mortar to see if they're doing mail order because if you can do a mail order, I mean, you're, you're supporting the brick and mortar from the safety of your home. And it's one of those things that maybe you live in an area where you don't have a brick and mortar. And so you normally did default to going to one of the online suppliers for cigars. Here's a thought. Call up a brick and mortar. Find a brick and mortar. Hell, call up Dan over at Riverman Cigar. Amen. And say, hey, I don't live near you, but I live in an area that doesn't have a brick and mortar store. It's important for me to support small business, especially in this day and age right now. I mean, we're the small businesses are, are facing crises. Uh, level level proportions here, and and we want to make sure that our small businesses are supported. So, call up Dan over at Riverman, place a t- place a mail order with him, and he'll ship it out to you. I think the only place um, he probably can't ship it out is I think Utah because I think there's laws in Utah about about receiving. I think I think it's only store to store. I don't think. Anybody can actually mail to an individual in Utah. But, he, but, but he's up on the law, so he knows what he can and can't do. Precisely. Like exactly. So the point is, the point is, he can do mail orders. All you got to do is just call over to Dan at Riverman, and he will take care of you. Well, so. and I'll tell you this. I have received cigars in the mail before, because I've done a couple of the mail order deliveries from uh, the big guys. The yeah. Big, oh, I, we won't go into who or what or yeah. when, but it was it was a while back. And I got my cigars in, and there wasn't a Bovita pack. There was nothing in there humidifying the cigars, and they were brittle and janky, and I learned my lesson. And I guarantee you right now, if you get cigars from Dan over at Riverman, they are going to be well humidified from his humidor. He's going to have taken care of these things like his own children. Yep. Well, anyway, with that, why don't we go ahead and cut. The cigar. I'm using my Riverman Perfect Cut. This has become my new favorite cutter. It has become your new favorite it cutter. It really has. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I'm debating about a Boy, straight a v, cut or a, a v, v on that box press would be nice. I'm not going to lie. I think it is kind of a very soft box press. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go with the bo- with the, with the the V cut. Just Ooh, that, that is a perfect cut. Oh, my God. I don't know if there was a stem right there or something, but it was like maybe you're just getting weak was, with the corona. Straight, it took a lot of, a lot of, a lot more effort than I'm normally used to doing. For it the, looks like a Pac-Man. It, why do you say that every single time? <laughs> hold every it up, hold it up. You see what I mean? Waka 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 exactly. waka. <laughs> anyway, it's either that or a Muppet. Oh Lord! Who, which one of the Muppets did the waka waka? That was Fozzie Bear. There you go. Yeah, I'm impressed you knew that. I'm more of a bigger fan of the Swedish Chef. Bork, bork, bork. I like Beaker. <laughs> <laughs> you would. <laughs> so, All right, so cold draw on this thing. Okay. I, you know, I almost feel weird smoking this 
This is got. I bet this is a three, three to four year old cigar. What are you getting? I'm getting something. What is that? I don't know. It's kind of really hard to say. Is it cherries? No, I'm not getting cherries. I'm getting a fruit flavor. Yeah, I'm not getting cherries. I'll say that much. Okay, cold retro time. Now, for those of you that <sighs> missed it, Nick got something on the cold retro this last time, and it pained him to Maybe admit it. Maybe it is kind of a fruit. I'm like saying. A cherry. I think it's a cherry. Maybe you've just put that in my head. I don't know. Boy, it's, it's really to, there on the cold, cold retro. God damn it. <laughs> I love the fact that you had to admit you got something on a cold retro. I didn't get anything this time. Yeah, but it's there. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, it's almost like a cherry flavor. I That's pretty cool. I yeah, I mean, there's something. I mean, not to like it. a cherry, not like a uh, pipe tobacco cherry, you know, like overwhelming flavor. But there's just a hint, a hint of cherry flavor to the tobacco. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and light this guy up. As am I. And we will uh, see what we get on the actual draw. It was really disturbing to listen to you puff on that cigar over the headphones. <laughs> that was really bothersome. Or now you know how I feel when I have to listen to you fat man breathe. Wow. <laughs> it's the pot calling the kettle fat. And, and hey, you know, I've been doing pretty good this week so what far. What are you down so far? I have not been weighing myself. Okay. Because I don't want to like, that's a dangerous habit to get into is the daily weight. After day two, I was down five. I'm pretty sure I gained one of those back yesterday. Maybe two. What did you do yesterday? Eight. Why would you do that? I mean, it wasn't bad. I've been eating salad. I had a chicken breast at Applebee's. I I mean, I've been eating good. I made salad. Lots of Now, I will say, I admit. Watermelon. And then I start peeing. Well, watermelon's really good for you. Yes. And then I start peeing. You know, if if you're having trouble in the libido area, I don't know if you know this or not. I don't. You can actually eat the watermelon, right? Well, when you do. I don't. You're 38 and fat. You're getting there. I don't. So, (laughs) when you, you can actually juice... Or eat the watermelon rind, it's an aphrodisiac. All right. Well, I'm not a medical professional, but, you know, you know they're just things I've heard. I'll let other people know that because I don't have that problem. Okay. Anyway, we'll check back in a year or two. A <laughs> <laughs> year or two. You son of, when, when you, son of a bitch. When you, when you hit the pot <laughs> weight of 420, then we'll check back. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Corona. You know, the funny thing is, six months from now when you hit that 420, you're going to, God damn it, Egbert. That's what you're going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to hit 420, you dick. <laughs> God, especially in six months. Oh, my God. Anyway. It's going to be a very hard pandemic for us to survive. I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. So, um, now that this thing's lit, what are you getting off of it? Uh, cigar. Mm-hmm. It's a Maduro. It's not a Maduro's not necessarily my go-to smoke, as you obviously know, and so do the listeners. But uh, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's a nice aged cigar. Mine's burning really well. It's um, burning really well. It's kicking off a lot of smoke. It's got some. Uh, it's got some strength to it. It does, but it's not overwhelming. No. Now I've had some six hundred one with the retro. Oh, God. I know. I'm kind of afraid of the I'm retro. Doing it. Here we go. It's like I have a feeling that this is going to suck. <coughs> oh, man. God, you're 10-ply. Oh. 
Wow. I did it. I didn't oh, cough. Oh, oh my. Um, you, you, there's some flavor there in there. Oh, my. What'd you get? My nostrils are burning. Um, I want to do a second one. I liked it so much. There's some pepper. There's there's definitely some pepper. Yeah. Boy, that's good. I can't believe that hit you so hard. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it was going to. I don't know why. <laughs> I just am sitting here. I'm puffing on this, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? This retro is going to suck. I just have this feeling. It's a good way to kill all the corona in your there sinus you cavity. Yeah. There you go. Killing the corona and the sinus cavity. I really do have to uh, send Garrett a note and tell him thank you for the cigar. No, this is much appreciated. Yeah, this is a nice stick. So. I asked him to come on and smoke one with us, but he said maybe some other time. All right, then. Well, Jeff, why don't we jump into a little bit of uh, cigar news? Well, I think it's time. I only have a little bit for right now. That's good. So in the last episode, I announced that Kentucky had passed their budget, which which included a cigar tax increase. However, that's not correct. And there's always a however in life. That's not correct. So I stole that from Frank Opinion um, here in St. Louis. Apparently, during the negotiations of the bill, the increase was removed, um, leaving just part of what had been part of the bill. Oh, and okay. And that the, the state will begin imposing a tax on electronic cigarettes and vaping products at the rate of 15% of the wholesale price, which is what uh, defined as open vaping systems. Is it wrong of me to say I'm okay with that? Um, no, I don't mind. Because I think, I so, think vape's dangerous. Yeah, so the long and short of it is the, uh, I, I pull some news from Half Wheel and other sites, and they all, um, had, had, it was just, it was one of those things, everybody kind of got it wrong, and so, well, and we apologize for that. And we're journalists, the, and we get it, because. The, the, uh, correction. Sometimes these situations are fluid. That may have got pulled out of the bill ten minutes before it got voted on. And I mean, who knows? Too. That's true, too. Yeah. So. so it can be a real challenge to keep up with some of yeah. that. But anyway, so the long and short of it is the tobacco tax increase portion of that was not included. So, Kentucky, you are still at 15%, not 25%. Good deal. Yep. Well, good. Now I can I can still go to the cigar barn in Paducah. But unfortunately, Uh-oh. you're not going to find some products that Davidoff was getting ready to announce and release this year. What happened? So in other cigar news, Davidoff of Geneva, USA, announced that they have indefinitely delayed a few product launches due to corona. The long and short of it is the Avo Maduro, which was scheduled for April, the Avo North and South Edition, scheduled for August, the Camacho Liberty 2020, scheduled for June, and the Camacho Nicaragua, scheduled for July, have all been delayed. Now, Nick, this was covered in Revelations Chapter 7. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm doing the Pat Robertson. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. God is going to strike me down. The good book says that Revelations. <laughs> the Davidoff shall not be released the during the shall pandemic. Be, shall be delayed during the pandemic. <laughs> you folks will be forced to smoke nothing but backwoods and swishers, and you'll fucking like it. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is wrong with you? Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cigar news. <laughs> See, it's, it's the profanity from the pulpit that's really disturbing. <laughs> oh, my God. We are talking about the end times here. That's true. <laughs> it's a fucking pandemic. Oh, my God. It's the Catalina Wine Mixer pandemic. Pa! Pa! <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Well, so Jeff, 
What do you get on the stick? We're we're still fairly early in this. Well, one. I I have some cigar news I want to hit before that, since mm-hmm. we're doing the cigar news segment. <coughs> okay. I on. have brought my humidor outside, <laughs> and I just have it sitting open here with us, and the humidity's rising in it. It was sitting at fifty five for some reason. Everybody is just cringing hearing this. The fact that a your humidor is sitting at fifty five, b <laughs> you're you're bringing up the humidity by bringing it outside and just letting it sit open. Well, it's very humid out. Yeah, all sorts of spores. All the spores. Spring. Everything is molding <laughs> and flowering. It's not molding, but there are spores in the air, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Lots of pollen. Oh Lots my. of pollen. But, yeah, it's uh, it's already gone up like three points. I don't think you're supposed to do that, Jeff. Yeah, probably not. It's the pandemic, man. Rules you know why apply. it's 55, don't you? Why? Because that Bovida pack is so hard you could drive nails with it. No, I've got, an actu- <laughs> I've got a 69 in there. Or no, actually, I take that back. The I, the sixty nine is the one that had dried up. I've got a seventy two. You're there. not supposed to mix percentages. Well, I did. So they work against each other when you do that. You're supposed <laughs> to make sure they're the same. Let me look. Hold on. Let's oh see what this God. is. Yeah, it's a seventy two. And then I have the little packs from uh, my monthly that I stick in there all the time. Those can't be like. I mean, dude, those cannot have well, that, that much one. give. Uh, this one's about half crusty. That one's alive. It's about half crusty. It's alive. And now you've touched it, so it's all corona-ridden in my humidor. But I don't have corona. Are you sure about that? Of the two of us. Oh, yeah. I've I've had a close encounter with corona. Yeah. It, actually. Maybe, maybe we just better stop before the Gestapo come and lock us all up. Well, I never had direct contact with the corona. No, but you had secondary contact with the corona. Contact with contact. Right. Yes, but by God, it ain't taking me down. Trust me, it's like got me questioning. Is it close? Is it cl- is phone. it close enough that you're even scared to be six feet away from me? I was just saying it's close enough that I've been sitting here questioning why we're not doing this by phone. I told you to. No, you didn't. <laughs> you told me you in the past record between three and four today. I didn't say in person. You just oh my showed God. up. Anyway, you called and said you were in town at the store getting grapes. Got a little bit of a split. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna ignore that. Split. Where? Where are you gonna split? See, there. Just a very small split. Oh, that's no. Nothing. It's not a big deal. It's just. I mean, why are you gonna go dogging on the cigar? I'm not dogging on the cigar. <laughs> so now that I've given up my news about my humidor and trying to bring my humidity up, what are you getting? Oh God, I'm getting ready to cough because all the smoke. This thing is kicking out smoke like a smoke it stack, is dude. but that's what you like i know but like all of a sudden it's just like <laughs> <laughs> i looked over and well, he was just <laughs> <laughs> corona it's not moving that's the no, problem there's the, no there's air no movement. air movement whatsoever we so were like a wind tunnel on uh the I last know, episode on fridays and this one it's like there's nothing and so like the problem is i'm puffing on this thing and this smoke is just hanging in the air right in front of my I face i hate to say it when i looked over at him i couldn't even see him for the cloud in front right, of right? <laughs> So, like, you know, don't sit there and, like, you know, make fun. I mean, that was a legit thing. Now, Jeff, before we get into our... So, we have an interview coming up. We do. We do. But before we get into that... Okay. I brought over some cider for you. You did. And I'm really jazzed about it. So, so my wife bought some cider. Thank you, Laura. And it's... Uh, it's What is it? I can't even... It's... Uh, the Revolution, Revolution Brewing Brewing Company. It's it's Freedom of the Press. Yeah, damn straight uh, it is. What is it? Session Soda. What is that? Let me look here. 
the the can session sour session sour it's like halfway across the table from me yep. jeff has one right next to him and <laughs> can't be bothered to pick it up and answer these questions but anyway so so i brought i i tried this stuff and it was a six pack i tried it it was a little bitter for my taste it's the currants and so I brought it for Jeff. And so Jeff has cracked one open. And I would like Jeff to give his review of the Revolution Brewing Freedom of the Press. It's refreshing. And and it's, I don't know if they're donating any money, which I'm assuming they're not because I don't see it on the can anywhere. But this would be a great little fundraiser to help out local journalists because local journalism is in big trouble right now. And I'm not talking about, and I'm not dogging the big guys. I'm not talking about the Washington Post. I'm not talking about the New York Times or the Chicago Tribune. I'm talking about your neighborhood or hometown newspaper. Guys, they're in trouble. Um, I can tell you right now, mine are. Because not only is this one of the biggest demands on us um, for news right now, because everybody's wanting every piece of information they can get about the corona pandemic, But on the flip side, we don't have any of our sports or school news that we normally put in, and we have no advertising. Our advertising is practically dried up to nothing. Now, I am lucky. I have some places that are still running, some with me, but we've lost all of our events. We've lost, I mean, just everybody has throttled back. And my whole problem is I might be able to make it. I don't know about you, Nick, but I might be able to make it for a month but I will not make two billing cycles and still be in business. And I know there's all this money that's supposedly out there with the federal government, but that pie is going to be split up pretty quick in a, in a lot of directions. And, you know, quite frankly, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get a loan. Um, you know, I don't know what businesses are and aren't. And I'm not banking on getting it simply because, you know, we may not. And if we don't, we're probably not going to be here. And that's, that's a really weird situation for me to be as a conservative libertarian because I don't think I should have to rely on the government to save me and my employees. But on the flip side, they're the ones that shut, you know, essentially have shut us down and caused us to lose all of our advertising. Yeah. Well, and I've actually made a pretty big transition in my business to where we have shifted um, our focus um, from... A, a print more print based model to definitely pivoting hard to the digital yeah and it is something i will admit you know my my paper has will be five years old at the end of april and i'll admit it is something that i've kind of resisted i have this kind of nostalgic love of of the of the print you as know, do and i everything and but i will say the the financial realities and there's and and this is not a business podcast by any means, so I don't want to get into the financial numbers of all of this, but it, it became apparent that all it takes is one disruption of the economy like this, and yep. I'm hosed. Yep. And there's other things out there that could possibly disrupt and cause me problems, like the post office. You know, uh-huh. what happens if the post office shuts down? Well, Which there they're goes, talking about doing in the beginning of June. All of my delivery... So yeah, I I I have had to pivot hard um, to to a more digital model, and so far, thankfully, I've had decent success with that. Um, there's miles to go before I sleep, but it's uh, it's it's on its way. I, on the flip side, have had almost zero luck. You're in a more metropolitan area than I am. Yes, exactly. But- well, hell, my town has. A higher population than your whole county does. It's true. So, 
Yeah. And you know the funny thing is we have we've had situations where people have come to us and said, "Hey, I can't." You know, they're they're at a remote post office, but close to us. And we end up mailing, they go to St. Louis, they get lost in a black hole to St. Louis Post Office like everything else does at the St. Louis Post Office. And three weeks later, their newspaper turns up on their door. And, you know, they're calling us, they're upset. Hey, how about this? We'll just, we'll give you a digital subscription. That way you can see it immediately. You know, we'll still go ahead and mail your paper to you. Oh, no, we don't have internet here. And, you know, we're in rural southern Illinois. and. They're talking about doing remote learning with the schools. I was say and the that's kids the big problem with yeah. uh, the the education side of things. I know the governor has talked about doing remote learning with the kids and everything. Well, the problem with that is there's people in this state that, and and I'm sure probably every state in the union, but definitely in southern Illinois and and areas that they don't have good internet. No, no, and it's I don't know it. it this is going to fundamentally change the way business is done for yeah. the foreseeable, probably for my lifetime. Well, I, it, my business partner and I in the newspaper, we said that more than likely in the next ten, five, five years, we were going to have to shift to digital. This has sped it up that much. Exponentially, yeah. It is, this has taken us where we thought we'd be headed, you know, over the course of the next five years, it has put us... In the matter of like a month, yeah, like, I'm like, I'm right like, there with you. you know, I get you got to do it. So, well, and you know, I, again, how the hell did we get on this? Because you talked about freedom of the press. Oh, okay. You know, this is it's a lovely, uh, lovely, I guess, cider, mm-hmm. current cider from Revolution Brewing. But yeah, that's what got me started on my you know save the press okay. rant. Okay, I got gotcha. you. By God, <laughs> well, look at it. It's got a newspaper clutched by an eagle talent. By an eagle talent. Oh, no, I know. It's like it. All the symbolism there is just perfect for you. It so, really is, including the revolutionary fist. Like you know, <laughs> power to the people. Exactly. Yep. So well, you know what? And that's what a lot of people don't get. The only people watching are little tiny government bodies that are just sucking up tax dollars and wasting it like there's no tomorrow. Are the newspapers? Yep. That's it. You know, some some jackass that's got a Facebook page ain't going and watching the city council meeting or the housing board meeting or the school board meeting. Yeah. You know, and if we're not out there doing it, I don't think you guys understand what it is going to cost us all. And there's so much money that flows through these things. And nobody realizes yeah, it. Yeah, there's so and nobody many has tax time dollars. As busy, not, maybe not right now, but in the normal course of our days, nobody has time to go to the local school board meeting and keep an eye on what's going on. That's why I pay my employees to do it. That's why you subscribe to my newspaper is so we're out there doing that for you. Well, and, and, I, and I will admit that in this current day and age where everybody is not having meetings in person, they're having meetings by teleconference and whatever else, my concern from a freedom of information and an open meetings at kind of mm-hmm. standpoint is how do I know that these guys are doing everything at the proper time and in the public eye and not doing stuff behind your back and then just kind of coming on a conference call and just going through the motions. Well, I'm a guy I'm a guy that railed on a school board for years because after their meeting, they lock the door, run the public out, and eat pie together. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, you know what? Maybe you're eating pie together or maybe you're still talking about school business. But yeah. either way, you shouldn't be doing it because it doesn't look good. It looks like you're doing something Precisely. when you lock the door and shut shut out the public. Yep. 
And right now, the minute that Zoom camera goes off or that Facebook Live goes off, how do we know they're not still talking? Because we don't. Yep. And you don't have a reporter that's sitting in there yep. that can make sure it's not happening. That's exactly And that's it. what we do. Or let's say the reporter has connection problems, can't get into the meeting, mm-hmm. and then by the time they get into the meeting, the meeting's over with. You yep. know? I mean, my reporter had exactly that happen. There are with, a lot of with bad scenarios here. So, yeah. Guys, anyway. guys, support your local newspapers. Buy a subscription. It's going to cost you pennies a day, especially for a weekly. It's not going to cost you anything, but it's going to save you so much. Just my little newspaper in 10 years found over a million dollars in in questionable spending, malfeasance, or outright theft. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, we're it. We're your last line of defense against these crooked politicians. And that's all there is to it. So support your local paper. There was my rant. I, was I, I think I doled out some harshness. I was going to say, that was almost a gator doling out the harshness. <laughs> except it wasn't a harshness. It was gator It was cli- a truth. Gator climbing on his soapbox is what that was. Gator speaks the truth. Anyway. Yeah. Before we get into our interview with Al Roman of The Good Cigar, uh, how are you enjoying your stick over there? You're I sm- love this. You're much further along than I am, and it's yet you've been cigar. over there railing for the last 20 oh, minutes. I was, I was puffing. <laughs> puffing away as I was railing. Crowing it. Now, you and your Corona. <coughs> my, my, my Corona. I don't know. I'm going to get just, that in your head. You'll be singing that all night. I just keep doing it. So the uh, No, this is a good cigar. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big Maduro fan. This is a good cigar. I'm liking it. Complexity-wise, it hasn't been too, too, too complex. I mean, it's pretty much, so far, I get what I get. Um, what about the retro hail? The retro hail is spicy <laughs> as hell, man. <laughs> Spicy as hell. You, you want to take it up a notch? Do a little retro hail now. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna let that go for right now. So no, Garrett Collier. Thank you so much for the cigar. Yes, I'm enjoying it. Thank you, Garrett. So yeah, so we've got an interview coming up now with Al Roman of the Good Cigar. Now Al, he's the host of another podcast, the Good the Good Cigar. The Good Cigar. He does that with his wife, and they sit and they have cigars. They have uh, mixed drinks, and they talk with. Um, manufacturers and other people in the industry i mean it's it's a good show and and he and his wife have a really good rapport they're they're flirty as hell with one another and well, good for them I, yeah, exactly so you know he likes to say that they're the uh they're the sexiest damn podcast uh or cigar podcast out there i thought that so, was us i mean i think we have to fight <laughs> them for that title but i think i might just acquiesce anyway so why don't we go ahead and get into that interview with al roman of the good cigar awesome well, I'm joined today by another cigar podcaster, Al Roman of The Good Cigar. How are you, Al? Hey, Nick. I am just great here in Texas. How are you doing, my I'm friend? good. I'm good. Now, the real question is, why am I talking to you and not Melissa? Because <laughs> she's working. Oh, uh, okay. Be, okay. I happen to be off today, although we are, she has the uh, home quarantine for her work right there. She used to work in a big office, and now they've got her at home working on her computer there. And so she, matter of fact, when I just left her a few minutes ago, she was like, I've got to take a conference call. I said, all right, well, I got to go talk to Nick. She's like, damn it, once again. Why am I not getting to talk to Nick? I know, I know, dear. Uh, And she likes to say she calls herself the talent. Exactly. I was going to say, I've listened to the show. So, so let's get into that a bit. So, so Al, you do the good cigar. Now, now you guys say this is the sexiest cigar podcast out there, right? 
That is correct, sir. It is the sexiest cigar podcast in the nation. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of innuendo flying, a lot of innuendo flying mm-hmm. there. So that's good. You know, it, that's, that's it, something we try to do is is it, to put some of that in there, right? It, because we're all we're all adults. Well, but, and we enjoy cigars, and we and we're a married couple, so we try to add a little bit of levity in that. It's tasteful. Yeah, it's not yeah. over the line. You know. No, it's not, not full on <laughs> it's not a full on porn or anything like no, that. It's, no, no, no. You know, but... a few innuendos. And I'm a huge fan of the uh Archer T V series. Okay, show. yeah, yep. I love that show. So any I just you know, he's always every time anybody says anything, he's always, you know <laughs> Phrasing said your mother, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> she gives me the eye every time I do that, like you did it again. Like, yeah, no, I can't help it. That's the archer coming out of me again. <laughs> That's awesome. So when did you guys get going with the podcast? Uh, we got in uh, December of last year, actually November, yeah, December of last year. Okay. We had, uh, we're, you know, I'll do, I'll do the YouTube as well. And with the YouTube, with the, the guy, the Zuckerberger, whatever his name that owns that, had stopped where he's not going to pay anybody for doing YouTubes if you're doing firearm, tobacco, or alcohol. Well, I did cigars. Yeah. So it kind of... Uh, Kind of got me a little, you know, just a little down on that. That was like, man, I was about to really start branching off more. And then we got onto a uh, podcast with uh, Rob Jones on Cigar Talk. Cigar Talk, yep. Yeah, at uh, the Fort Worth Festival. And uh, I talked with him. And he's like, you know, this is a good avenue. You can do just pretty much anything you want to do on it now. There's no really no regulations on this. And I said, you know, that's going to be a great avenue for that. And I talked it over with the wife. And I said, don't want to do this because I really want to get our content out. And have a good time with this. She said, let's do it. Let's let's get on that road and go. And so that's what we've been doing since then is putting out the weekly shows. That's awesome. Now, one of the things that you guys do that I think is really cool, um, because I'm not much of a drinker. And so for my audience, it's kind of hard for me to to, you know, make make pairing recommendations. And I know Rob, you know, on Cigar Talk, he will he'll drink whiskey and whatever as he's as he's doing his show but and he'll name off what he's drinking but you know he doesn't really like do it with the sole purpose of the pairing necessarily Mm -hmm. you guys it it's it's like you know how a lot of shows have their featured cigar that the hosts are, are smoking you guys not only do the featured cigar you also have a it seems like a featured cocktail or liquor or something like that that you're drinking yeah, because that's that's our two favorite things. So cigars and, and libations, as we like to say. And adding those into the content, because we do a weekly show, and I like we wanted more in there, more content in there, because that's what we're doing anyway. If we're on the back patio, which is our, our cigar lounge, we you know usually hang out at, we usually have, I'm making her some type of cocktail on the weekend and enjoying a cigar. And so we wanted that, that same feeling to be that we were in the backyard, and if, if you were there, hanging out with us, I'd be making you a cocktail. I'd be asking you, what would you like? And I'd be making you that with a cigar. So we wanted that same feeling to be in our show. Yeah. No, and, it... we, and, and we like liquor, so. <laughs> well, no, it's great because, like I said, I don't really offer much in the way of pairing recommendations for folks. But when, when somebody asks me where they can find pairing recommendations, your podcast is an obvious place that I can point to because you guys do that every episode. Yeah, thanks. Well, thanks. We we do try, and it makes it it makes for a, real, a very fun evening, to say the least. I can imagine. 
I keep telling we need to do another take. She's like, no, we need to do another take, which means I'm making her another cocktail. Like, well, she keeps me no. Okay. And, and thus we get back to the innuendos in the show. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of innuendos. A lot of innuendos. We come up, well, she just keeps giving me stuff. I mean, she just keeps saying stuff, and it just cracks me up. I know I, I'm a 12-year-old you know, boy at heart. Well, so cracking up those jokes just kills me, and, and I get the look from her, and that's really what I want to do is just to rile her up a little bit and get that look from her. That's funny. That's funny. So how did you um, how did you get into cigars? And in turn, like, did you introduce Melissa to cigars, or was she already like trying that, or how did that all no, come about? I had smoked probably years back. We've been together now seventeen years, and back then I smoked maybe you know one or two cigars a year. That's all I ever did. And when we got together, she had uh, smoked cigarettes and she goes, I want to, I'm going to get off cigarettes. So she went into smoking cigars as kind of a segue into getting off cigarettes. Okay. And as she did, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm going to try that. And we would try a cigar and have that. So I started smoking more cigars. Then my brother-in-law who passed away a few years ago, he smoked really good cigars. And all I smoked were those crap stuff like, you know, a backwoods. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ashamed to say that, but we know we all started somewhere. Well, you know, if you need more backwards, if you need more backwards, Bryant should still have four of those honey ones (laughs) after I still have the ones from the bed he lost. Exactly. (laughs) I'm really disappointed he didn't do a video. I mean, the still picture does doesn't do it justice. Doesn't do it justice. Not in the least. I I almost feel like he he kind of chinsed on that a little bit. But what can we do? Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I interrupted. He he gave me he actually gave me a really good cigar. And he gave me, he had from the from the late 90s, he had the Bahia Gold, which at that time was a just top-of-the-line boutique cigar. And I had one of those, and I was like, wow, this is what a really good cigar tastes like. And after that, I was hooked. It was just, yep, give me, I want a good cigar now, no more of the, the crap. And so that's how we, we kind of got started doing that, was smoking cigars. We smoke more often, and as my your palate develops, you get more where you really enjoy different cigars and the different flavors and started you know, actually tasting those those different flavors that were coming out of the cigar and enjoying that. Definitely. And then I noticed we spent more time together doing that as well because we would be out relaxing and talking. Instead of being on our phones or watching TV, we were actually engaging with each other. Then, you know, as you go with getting into a lounge, when you go to some uh, brick and mortar and you're there at the lounge, you get to meet people and you're there for a captive audience pretty much for that for that time. No, I, I, I think it's great. I think it's great that you guys can share in um the the cigar culture together i think it's great that you both you know the other one's flavors and tastes and everything like that and you because i've heard you guys you know you'll be smoking two different cigars and you know one of you'll say oh i think you'd really like this and and melissa will say oh i you know there's this part that i think you would really like and you know it's like you guys you guys have really dived into all of this together and i think that's really cool yeah we have and I, and i want her to since i enjoy this time so much i wanted her to enjoy that as well it's like a, it's a brand new like a brand new smoker someone who's going to you give them a cigar you don't give them a padron 1926 to start off with they're not going to appreciate that nor get the flavors out of that you start them off with, with a little bit more and i still smoke a lot more cigars than she does but developing her palate more and more uh to be able to talk about them and discuss them that, that's what it's all about and i want her to continue so if i give her some kind of crap that's way too strong or too heavy for her that she's not ready for, she's going to not like it. No. And that's what happens with a few people that start out smoking cigars. They go, oh, they go to some shop, they just grab something, they don't have any idea what it is, and then they 
have a bad experience with that. Yeah. I want everyone to have the great experience of cigars like you do. It's just that it's just life changing. They figure that because it's expensive, it's good. And yeah, yeah, and, that's, that's not the case. You don't have to spend that much money to have a great cigar. No, no, not in the least. So, so speaking of great cigars, what are you smoking these days? And in turn, maybe what is Melissa smoking these days? You know, she smokes a lot what I do as, as I, I her, kind of assumed as much, but I just, yeah, yeah, pretty you know. much. Because whatever's, whatever's mine is really hers. Whatever <laughs> hers, is hers. And she'll be glad to tell you that. So, you know, we do a, sh- a part of the show every week called the Menage a Trois. She gives me the same ugly look every time I say that. I too. know. I love that you call it that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the cigars of that week I'm smoking. I think And I was great. working on the show this week. And, and once again, this week, it's the cigars. The Nova cigars are just, I absolutely love those and cannot get away from those. We actually had Ari and Leo on the show last week, last Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, so they're Very great, great people. great people. I met them out at TPE. They're the they're mm-hmm. just I. It's it's one of those things that I describe them as. They're just the most pleasant people to be around. They are constantly happy and and just upbeat and full of energy. I just I love talking with the two of them. They are. They're the kindest people I've ever met. Yes, and yes. and very open and giving just a just a great people to have for a cigar especially for a cigar manufacturer company to have is to have them as the spokespeople for them it's just greatness yeah and then i've also been smoking the amandola out of north carolina his cigars amandola especially the special that is just an amazing good cigar as well and then i always have my go-to's which is the McAuliffe. i mean you just can't get finer cigars in that lineup right there in so should we go back and forth picking on which one of the week? Sometimes it's the medallion, sometimes it's the special, sometimes it's the leyenda. You know, it's just you just go back to keep trying them out because every time you pick it up again, it's like, man, now I remember why I really enjoy the cigar. That's with all of them. Definitely, definitely. So if if I put gun to your head, what McAuliffe are you smoking? Oh, you can only pick one. Oh, it's gonna be the medallion. <laughs> but but is it the forty six? Or is it the Toro? Oh, it's the Toro. All day. Oh, long, Toro. You, I, yeah, I'm with I'm with Dan Thompson. On I, that. Love you, so no I love you, Al. I love you because let me. T- I'm I'm with Dan on that too. So Rob stands alone. So <laughs> well, no, he's got he's got Sam. I think over at McAuliffe on his side. Yeah, as well. Sam's on his side too. He yeah. Likes yeah. So and I'm a, I'm a Toro guy. I like the Toro. So yeah. I usually side with Dan on that. That's awesome. I just wanted to make sure you fell on the right side of the fence on that one. So that's that's <laughs> yeah. good. That worked out fine. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. So what kind of uh, what kind of things can uh, listeners expect coming up on your show? You know, we're going to get more interviews. That's one of the great things that I've really enjoyed. It's like meeting you, Nick. Uh, is meeting all the people that I'm doing in the cigar industry and around the country that normally would never get to talk to. And so we've got a lot more interviews lined up, a lot of new cigars that are coming out because there's so many out there, good ones. And right now, especially with as, as rough as it is with this coronavirus crap, oh, I know. We're, we're, you know, we're one of the outlets to still let people know about the different cigars and the different because it's still going on. We still have a good fight to fight with this, our cigars to keep them going and our rights for that. So I think we're going to have a lot more content of that and. We're going to have a lot more sexiness on the show. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not quite entirely sure how you managed to pull that off. 
somehow or another, I will. Because if I get the look from the, the wife, then I know I've done it right. I'm like, I all mean, right, I'm good. I can't imagine Melissa's going to be cool with you bringing on a second, like, female co-host. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, you guys are you into, but, you know. <laughs> I haven't crossed that yet, but uh, I'm willing to try. I mean, you've already named your Cigars of the Week the Menage a Trois. I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm willing to try. There you go. Chase the unicorn, buddy. Chase the unicorn. <laughs> so. Chasing the dragon. <laughs> So I have this grand idea that I keep tossing around in my head, and obviously, you know, the coronavirus has put a bit of a damper on all things travel, but I still think that at some point, what needs to happen, and I'm, I'm, I'm pitching this to you now to get you on board so that we can then get Rob and Brian on board, is I think we need to somehow coordinate where Gator and I come down to Texas and we do a giant super mega podcast where we incorporate the bits from all of our shows into one super show. One and mega so show. like, yeah. So like, okay, we start off and you make a cocktail with, uh, I assume te- tequila Sheila, because I mean, oh, you know, yeah, of it's course. Be tequila. And, and That's my go-to juice. And so then, like, all of us are drinking. All six of us are drinking that, right? And then then we'll move on and we'll do our, you know, pick uh, picks of the week or whatever uh, Rob and Brian do. And we all go through our top three of the, of the week, you know, all six of us and have this mm-hmm. giant mega thing. And then, you know, we'll do, we'll do this, um, you know, Ask the Boys segment for my show where, like, you know, listeners from all three of our shows can send in <laughs> questions, and all six of us have to answer these ridiculous questions that people that send we, in. I am all, and, I am all in. And, and we just take all the bits from all, the di- all three of our shows, and we just mash them into one gigantic show, and then we just that becomes the episode for that week for everybody. And we just push it. All three of us push the exact same file out. You know, like if you it'd listen, like the, to, it'd be like the Super Bowl. That's exactly it. You listen to cigar talk. You listen to a good cigar. You listen to cigar pulpit. You get that. That episode goes out on all three platforms as a way to introduce everybody to everybody else. That is greatness. I, I, I'm all in. I think, mother. I think it'd be a lot of fun for no other reason. For no other reason than I think some of my listeners would have a lot of fun trying to come up with interesting questions to throw your wife off. <laughs> yeah. She's not afraid. She'll answer them. That's so what I'm I, saying. I think, I think, it'd, be, oh, I think yeah. it'd be great. So, I'm all in, bro. That, that would be absolutely amazing to do like that. I think it'd be and, fun. And you've got, uh, you're more than welcome. You've got a place to stay here if you'd like. Oh, you're nice. You're more than welcome. You ought to come down. And, well, I've heard and about your your back deck area there. I mean, it sounds like a tropical paradise from what uh, what I was hearing on, I think it was your last episode. Uh, is it the last one the one before we were one before. about One before. Yeah, one yeah. or the other. Yeah. So you we were talking, talking about my day. wife. You know, she's she's demanding. She gives me no breaks. So she wanted this. <laughs> so this is what I've created for. And it truly is. I need to put some more pictures on the Instagram. Put out a little few pictures. I need to get some more going with it. Because it is, uh, it's just magical out here. I have my own margarita machine. Nice. And it's, um, and it's like a commercial one, you know, two, two hopper, 
Yeah. It holds six gallons. So we can do some damage. Oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> on the back patio. That's the thing. You know, I never know. No, we're never an impromptu party or something's going to come on. We I'll, need to crank up the market. I'll tell you what, I'm not much of a just like straight whiskey guy or anything like that, but you get some margaritas going. I can I can do some damage with that. I'm good with that. So and I've got cigars, so we're always good with that. So I was ready. I was actually ready for the zombie apocalypse. Now, I'm just well, I was going to ask. You're yeah. you're fully stocked for the for the apocalypse, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We're good to go. Okay. So like, eh, we'll just wait it out. Boy, I was wait it out. I was uh, talking last week about how um, I I took some time over that weekend to uh, kind of to get my humidor's touched up and a little organization you know because you got spring cleaning uh, you know you got to do a little maintenance on these things you can't just season them and let them go you gotta you gotta you know touch them up make them keep them going and everything and yeah it's good to rotate stock and everything around and so i woefully underestimated how many cigars i was sitting on top of (laughs) and um it's a it's a significant amount more so i'm uh I'm thinking I'm I'm a lot more set for the apocalypse than I even realized, but and and there's a lot yeah, of rain. I try not to I try oh. not to show the wife how many actual cigars I do have. Boy, well, it's hard because right now because I'm doing all this organization, I got some really big Tupper doors going. You know, I've got like the big airtight tubs. Oh and, yeah. Uh, oh my, it's it's pretty obvious that yeah we're we're talking a significant amount of tobacco at my house you know i like getting into that when i have to clean it out and kind of you know fix it up the little routine maintenance thing making sure everything's good kind of rotate my stick around because i find new cigars in there that was like oh you know what i forgot about that cigar that's a great cigar it's funny i go back to it yeah it's funny you say that i actually was doing that um and i came across a uh um amandola that I didn't even realize that I had. I saw that on the Instagram. Yeah. Didn't even know I had it. It had come in an old Stogie Bird box that I had had uh, purchased, and I I had no idea. I'd forgotten about it, and I came across this, and I'd already listened to the episode of your show where you spoke with the uh, the gentleman who owns Amandola. Jeffrey Amandola. Yeah, and I so I, I had heard that, and as I'm listening to this episode, I'm thinking. Hey, you know what? I wonder where I can try these things at. I'll have to see if I can try and track one down one day. Then I open up my Tupper door and I'm like, holy crap, this is that. So the yeah. heavens have answered your prayer. Oh, it worked out perfectly. So <laughs> yeah, it was great. You know, that's I've t- so many people have written me in. They go, man, I want to know what cigar you're smoking because I want, as soon as they hear the podcast, whether it be mine or yours or Rob's, they want to have that cigar with them right there because they want to sit back and re- enjoy just like we are yeah, with that cigar so that they become more part of that. And that's what I love because when I listened to your show, I went, oh, dang it, I wish I had that cigar. And when I listened yeah. to Ron's, I went, oh, dang it, I wish I had the cigar. Well, I'll tell you, we tried early on in our show, we tried to announce what the next cigar we were going to smoke was going to be. So at the end of one episode, we'd say, okay, in our next episode, we're going to smoke right. this. And where that fell off the rails was that required a lot of pre-planning. And (laughs) if there's one thing that anybody who listens to my show knows is that pre-planning is not um, our forte. And Unless it's a sweet potato, right? Exactly, exactly. He did, <laughs> he did prep that. That was pre-planned. He definitely did plan that damn sweet potato. But no, um, we, uh, I mean, it's, it's 
with us, it's it's when are we going to record? When, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky that I've been able to maintain this this Tuesday Friday schedule as, yeah, as well impressive. as I have. It's really impressive. And you know, I mean, sometimes it's by the skin of our teeth, and so being able to even say, okay, this next episode we're going to smoke this cigar. The only way I can, the only the only episodes you can guarantee what we're going to be smoking are the Friday ones that we do the the my monthly cigars boxes. Right. Um, but the Tuesday ones, it's always, a, it's always up in the air. Yeah. We ran into that. We ran into that too. We tried for a while to, to announce and then something would come up or I would get uh, an interview with somebody and I wanted to smoke their cigar. Yes. I was doing an interview. yes. So I, what we said before I couldn't smoke. And that was the only thing that really got me is it's really hard to plan that sometimes when, cause you get an interview with somebody or talking with somebody, sometimes it's just at their whim. Like, Hey, I can do it now. And you go, okay, this is what we're doing this next week. Yep. So we we've kind of gotten away from that just because it's it is a lot harder to plan, and I and Melissa is a fickle little thing, and so she's going to be in the mood to do the podcast. If she's not in the mood; it doesn't happen. So it's, it's like, okay, are you in the mood now? Yep. All right, let's do it now. Well, all right then. It's kind of. <laughs> no, she's going to hear this. And she's going to she's going to be like, "Why did you tell them that?" She's, I just wait. It's going to be on there. <laughs> Uh, I I'll, I'll take the beating for it. Just <laughs> that's funny. That's <laughs> awesome. <it> out. <laughs> I have jokes, but I'm going to let them go because you know, Al. I know you, but I don't know if I know you well enough to be going where I want to go with these jokes. Oh, you so. can, brother. You just, <laughs> you just take off with it and go. Oh Lord. Yeah, anyway. there's no judgment here at the Good Cigar. <laughs> well, where can people find out more about your show and follow you and everything like that? Uh, you can go to one of our website, uh, thegoodcigar.com, where you can get all of our content for all of our uh, YouTube and our uh, podcast. And you can also get all our merchandise there. We've got shirts now and I'm about, about to put patches out. We've just got some sewn patches in. So I'm about to put those out for uh, people to get. Cigar people like patches. And can, yeah. And on uh, Instagram, it's The Good Cigar. And YouTube is also The Good Cigar. And you can find us on, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Acast, um, all, and you just pull up the Good Cigar Podcast and you'll find us. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Al, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk with us. And I hope that all my listeners, if you like our show, go on over and give the Good Cigar a try. Uh, well, thank you. It's, it's been a great pleasure talking with you, brother. I should appreciate that. And, I, and I'm really going to look, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the Super Mega I know, I know, right? I'm telling you, at some point, we got to make this happen. We just got to get Rob yep. on. We got to get Rob on board because we know if Rob gets on board, Brian will go along with it. Oh yeah, yeah. and Rob will. He's. I talk to Rob pretty often. He, I'm sure he will. He'll be all for it. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Well, all right, brother man. Al, stay safe. Yeah, you too. Take it easy, man. Tell 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 Gator I said hello. I will. You do the same with me with Melissa. <laughs> I'm almost afraid to go in there. Yeah, I just got off talking to Nick again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I saw her the other night when we were doing that video chat yeah. with Rob. So yeah, she was know. happy about that. There she you like, go. There's the there's the Nick from, uh, from <laughs> the scarf She's like, oh, there he is. There's Nick. I can see him. It's like he's real. She thought you were like she thought you were like Sasquatch for a while. That you know she. She hears, hears about you, but she never sees you. Like, uh, there he is, there's a lot of other reasons I could have been compared to Sasquatch <laughs> as well, but I'll, I'll let those go. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway. All right, brother. Well, All right. Appreciate it. Talk to you, man. All righty. Bye. Bye. Well, I really want to thank Al for taking some time to uh, speak with me the other day. 
Well, that was cool. Yeah, he's a it's, good, he's a solid guy. Well, and again, we've talked about this, but I don't see these podcasts as competitors no. as, as much as I see them as, you know, compadres. I would say they're all working towards the betterment of the cigar industry, and they're doing it in their own ways, and I think it's all all good. So, now he and his he and his wife, Melissa, they do a great job over there at The Good Cigar, and we highly recommend that you tune into them as well. What are you getting on your stick? Dude, it's just a good cigar. You know, I've been happy with it. It's it's aged like nobody's business, and I'd have never done that if I'd had it on my own. So thanks is. again to Garrett for giving it to us. But it is smoking like yeah, crazy. you're like a chimney over there. I know I am. Like I don't know if yours is just I, don't, I haven't noticed this much smoke output from yours, but mine is just like well, there's not much wind, so it's just hanging like on the deck. Nuts! It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Burn it's great. Burn line is really good. You know. Um, any sort of, uh, I, I early and noted or mentioned earlier about like a, uh, little, little Nick, little cut in there that that's burned right past it. So now it's all perfectly straight and everything. So no, I've, I've, I'm having a great time with this 601. Well, there you go. So do we need to do a giveaway? We'll do that later. Oh, we want to hang people to hang on. So now oh, you want to hold them till the end. I do, I do. So, um, so that's coming up. It is coming up. So now, actually, what it's time you for your favorite segment. What is it? Cigar reviews by Larry the Mute. Oh my God! Now, it's, Larry, it's just so stupid. You know, Larry has. I love you, Larry, but this is stupid. Larry's here. He's worked very hard on this review. Okay. He was a little put off by the fact that it was um, a two for ninety nine cent pack he thought that you know he's our budget reviewer i know he is but he's you know he thought that after smoking this he should have gotten four for 99 cents (laughs) but anyway larry the mute is here today tell you that well i mean he you know wrote it down (laughs) larry uh larry's here today he's going to review the optimo cigarello diamond so take it away larry I'm just going to let this go. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to stop you. You know. I'm going to see how long you'll let this go. I'm <laughs> This is going to I'm I'm liking these segments, dude. Larry is bringing some insight about these budget machine-made cigars that you and I aren't going to put produce. So the way I look at it is I don't I don't see what the problem here is. Did you eat a lot of paint chips as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> I'm amused by this. Anyway, well, thank you, Larry. That was riveting as always. Guys, I and want to apologize. I'm sorry. Next I can't week. St- he's running the control board. I can't stop Next him. week, I'm hoping that we have another awesome review by Larry the Mute. So, <laughs> thanks, Larry. <sighs> so, why don't we get into some Ask the Boys? <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah. Something that's actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> Corona. We'll get into Ask the Boys. <laughs> So we have a couple of questions this week. We'll start off with um, our question from Husky773. Husky wants to know, are y'all bored with each other yet? Oh, God, no. No, but I will tell you. I'm not bored with Jeff. He Every day is different. I'll say that much. Through the corona, I have noticed that you and I, just in our, 
our personal interactions, I don't know if it's coming through on the podcast as much. It, maybe it is, since he asked the question. <laughs> but we've been at each other's throats a lot. Like, we've been really, like, snippy. Have you noticed that? A little bit. It's because we can't hug it out. <laughs> <laughs> we never hugged it out to begin with. I want that for the record. We got to social distancing. The record. Or in Nick's case, emotional distancing. Never hugged it out before. <laughs> for the record. Anyway. <laughs> I've tried to hug it out many no, times. I, I, this, is, this whole thing has just been complicated, and it has has proven difficult in a lot of different ways that it really has. I didn't anticipate, and so... It's messing with your psyche, isn't it? A little bit. I can tell. You've been, like, almost almost depressed. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's, it's just the way that I can't go where I want to go and do what I want to do. That's, and that's kind of a stay-at-home order. That's I know. The it point. Just, it, but see, and then, then therein lies the other thing, is the whole, you know government overreach and i i just i don't know but and, here's the problem and is it overreach and i are i wrestle yeah. with that you know yeah. like there's the problem there you know they they have to they have to protect the common good and so i don't want to i, I don't want to like i don't i don't know i'm just wrestling with a lot of this it well, hasn't been easy that's the question okay so <clears throat> hindsight is 2020 if we had gone back the minute this corona thing broke over in china and we'd suspended all international travel right then at that moment. Could we have stopped this before it reached our border? Possibly. Maybe if we'd have had closed borders to start with. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. But and, and you know, it's where I don't, we're at. That sounds harsh. And I think even some of the Democratic politicians were coming out and just chewing on Trump. Because, you know, God love him. Even when he does something right, he, they won't give him. Nobody will give him credit uh-huh. for it anymore. But, uh you know, the minute he shut down air travel from China, if I'm not mistaken, there were a lot were, of people just ripping on him. They were. For being um, basically... Uh, what's Calling him a xenophobe. Yeah, a xenophobe. Yeah. Thank you. So, but, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it was the right decision to make at that moment in time. But too late. Yeah. You know, and and I think if we had shut down travel from Europe earlier, I think if we had closed... If we had a closed border to the south and we closed our border to the north... And you know what? We we just hunkered down and took care of each other. We might not be in a position where my business is going to go bankrupt and yours might go bankrupt and every other little small business in and around us here in southern Illinois is probably going to go bankrupt. And it's not just southern Illinois. It's 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 nationwide. nationwide. I mean, you know, this is we're in kind of unprecedented times about protecting small businesses, but well, anyway. And, and so. I was griping on here um a couple of week or a couple of podcasts back about going to get some fishing equipment. Yep. You know, yep. and having people just climbing on top of me in the aisle. Well, guess what? Walmart's now saying they're only going to let X number of people in their store at a time. You're going to have to social distance and yes, stand now, in a line six feet apart from each other now, okay. to go into Walmart. I will say that it does kind of get a little ridiculous because I think they're allowing, what, five people for every thousand square feet. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, the average size super center is about 182,000 square feet. Yeah. So when you do that math, I think it breaks down to about 910 customers are allowed. Wow. Which is still the point? a freaking lot of people. Yeah. What's the point? Well, you want to know why they're doing this? Because they know at some point they're going to get sued. 
Somebody's going to say, I got Corona at a Walmart, and they're going to sue Walmart, and they're going to be able to say, we did regulate the number of customers, we did this, we did that. Yeah. They're trying to just you know get out ahead of it and say, hey, well, I've, we did put in some I've some taken those measures, measures at, at my own newspapers where you know we've, we've basically locked the doors. We have a note up that you can leave stuff in a Dropbox or you can call us. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're not interacting with the customers right now and it's for their safety as much as ours. Exactly. Well, anyway, so no Husky to answer your question, we're not really bored with each other yet, but I think we're both pretty bored with the situation and it's making us a little pissy. Well, that and that, and you know, we see our businesses potentially imploding, at least I'm mine. I, there's that, you know, I have a bigger overhead. I have more employees than Nick has. You do. Um, and it's, it's a little harder for me in a smaller area to cover the area with less people. You know, Nick's in a position where he's a little more centrally located. Like you said, his town is the size of my county as far as population. So it's a little easier to cover. You know, mine, there's there's more driving. There's more distance. There's more meetings all at the same time. And I've got to have more people to do that. So it's uh, it's a very precarious situation for me. And like I said, pretty much every other small business out there. And I don't know if the average person gets what's coming, and it's frightening. Oh, trust me. The economic landscape of this country is going to be dramatically different by the time this is all said and done. Businesses that you've shopped at or used or frequented, restaurants that you enjoy, all sorts of things that you you enjoyed prior to this, some of them will not survive this. No. And you have to just, we're going to have to accept that. We have a restaurant we go to. And one of our waitresses there that we've gotten to know is working one day a week. Yep. Right now. That girl can't pay her bills on one day a week. Nope. It's not going to happen. Nope. And, you know, and then there's the other thing. When I was talking to Dan over at Riverman, he was talking about um, what happens when maybe a lot of these waiters and bartenders and things like that end up just, you know, saying, hey, I can't live right now. I need some work. So they all go get jobs driving trucks for Amazon. Yep. Okay. So now when this Corona thing finally passes, are they going to keep driving trucks for Amazon or are they going to go back to those restaurants? And if they don't go back to the restaurants, those restaurants are now hamstrung and have to hire new people and get them all trained. So even if they do, even if they have the ability to reopen their doors, yep. are they going to be prepared to reopen their doors? Oh, it's going to take some ramp up. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, and this is thank you, government. Because I can't lay myself off being self-employed, <laughs> which I'd kind of like to right now because the people that I have had to lay off, and I have had to lay some people off, and it was necessary to be able to keep my core operation running. But the people I've laid off are making a windfall because they're not only getting their unemployment, they're getting an extra $600 a yeah, week. Yeah. Basically, right now, people on unemployment are making essentially $50,000 a year. Um, who's going to want to go back to work for the 25 or 30 that they were getting paid? Well, they're going to have to, cause that's going to get cut off. Yeah. But it's, it's, they're going to adjust to that level of income yep. and then it's going to be a struggle to go back. Nope. This that's, is, there's a lot of things wrong with what's going on right now. Yeah. Not to, not to mention Husky, right? That was our, yeah, our Hus- guy Husky. Husky was the- not to mention Husky. Nick is being a little bitch about it all. What? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anyway. S.W. Frick wants to know, what is declining more, the count in the humidor or the number on the scale? Count in the humidor. The count in the humidor is definitely going down quicker. However, so we're recording this on Sunday. Yes. And so I've been at it since Wednesday. I've been at it since Thursday. So that's what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 
Saturday. I'm in, I'm in my fifth day. Yep. And I have not hit the scale since the first day because... I thought you said you were down five. How did you know you were down five? You lion sack. Oh, my God. I've caught you in All your right. own web of lies. I hit the scale the first day. And, and, and after that, I decided I didn't... You lost five pounds in one day. It's water weight. Okay. Realistically. You just stopped drinking? No, I drank a shit ton of water and pissed it all out. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You got to figure that first Wait, week. That first you, week. Did you pregame before you got on the scale and just drank like a gallon of water? You did, no. didn't you? No, 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 no. You set I us get, up. I get out of bed and I get right on the scale first thing in the morning. Nick did one of his lives this weekend and people were grinding on me because they said that uh, they didn't believe that I was 303 and had already lost five pounds. Well, the problem with that is, who would say they're 303 pounds if they weren't? Corona. Yeah. I mean, trust me. I didn't want to admit that, so I'm not happy about that. I didn't want to admit to being 365. People have even asked us about our goals. My goal is to get down. If I can get down to 275 in this, I will be very, very happy. I'd like to be 250. If I could get to 275, you can lose more than 15 pounds. What? You can lose more than 15 pounds. That's 115 pounds. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, realistically, I'd like to be down to 200, but I also know that I'm Nick, fast approaching. Nick, I love you, buddy. Fast approaching. I love you. You're never going to make 200 pounds. You're not going to see 200 pounds again. I could try. (sighs) (laughs) I'm not going to do it now. Unless you have some dreaded disease and you're emaciated. (laughs) So let's be realistic. 250, I would look nice and healthy. Yeah, 250, you would look good. I would, I would look good at about 220. That's, that's where I look good. I go under 220 and I start looking, you know, like diseased. So we haven't had any listeners. Although I don't really have that to worry about right now. We haven't really had any listeners make any suggestions about things you and I need to do um, re- related to our bet between us. Yeah. You know, because we, we, we need to still establish the bet between you and I as to whoever loses the mo- or whoever loses the least between the two of us. And this is and this in percentage, terms of percentage, not, not, not gross tonnage. Not gross percentage. <laughs> I love saying gross tonnage. Anyway, um, <laughs> that... The, one of the two of us needs to do something. My humidor is almost up to 60%, the I want to point out, pro- as we sit here. Yeah, all full of spores. Anyway, the <laughs> problem is, I know you, and you have no shame, so finding something embarrassing... Oh, there's a little shame here. ...or something to do is not something that's going to be easy. Finding something you're going to be... I post a picture of myself naked every year that's on Facebook. My, that's my point. Finding something that you're not going to want to do is going to be difficult to figure out. That's a valid point. I still think you the, doing the Costanza on the couch in the boxers. You know, I was talking with Dave from Martinez, and he suggested maybe... I um, love that guy. Maybe something about, like, you know, um, some booze, getting you to drink something, because you're not much of a drinker. I'll, I, but I'm, that's the thing. I'm it's like, proud. I know that you'll drink whatever. I mean, in the case of a bet, you'll drink whatever. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you've eaten cicadas... You you post a, oh, ne- a I, naked picture of yourself every year in the garden. When when I, I pick mean, sweet I corn, know. I eat the worms out of the sweet corn. That's, I have no problem with that. That's my point. I They're don't, corn fed. What do I care? I don't know what we can do short of maybe having you dress in drag and go up to the coffee shop for I've a done to-do that. order. What? I've dressed in drag before. It was a New Orleans party. I was a drag queen for a New Orleans party. Oh, dear God. So, yeah, I don't... I will, I don't, I will tell I you, I'd have a hard time finding a dress to fit in right now. It's, I'm probably in moo-moo land. I don't have the answer to this question. I don't know 
what is something we could do? You're not going to beat me, that so would it's irrelevant. Actually, bull, I'm not going <laughs> to beat you. I've been very careful this week because I want to make sure that I win this. I'm doing smoothies for I'm two also, meals a day. I want you to know that. I'm You're also, in trouble. I'm also losing weight for the troops, and that's important it, to me. Damn straight. You know, I would have thought that somebody who wore the nation's uh, uniform at one point would be taking this a little more seriously. Mr. Freaking Flamin' Hot Cheetos Popcorn. I, okay, Flamin' Hot Cheetos Popcorn. <laughs> really? How bad can that be? But it's pretty... I don't think it's great. <laughs> but it could be worse. They weren't potato chips with dip. I mean, it was a handful of Flamin' Hot Cheetos Popcorn here and there. Although that bag is gone. See? But I've been doing smoothies for two saying. meals a day. And I've been having, like like the other night, I got we got takeout from Applebee's to support Applebee's here in Waterloo, uh-huh. Illinois. And uh, I had I had a plain chicken breast. I dipped it in some buffalo sauce, but oh my. I had that and broccoli and uh, what was the, oh, and some rice. I did have some rice. I, that's probably the one thing I'm eating that I shouldn't be. But rice is a good filler for me. And uh, it's gluten-free, so why not? You know what I bought yesterday? I bought a bag of flour. You know why? Why? I'm going to teach Addie how to make bread. Well, that's a nice. Hey, the kids thing getting homeschooled. That's a nice thing to do during the quarantine. The other two things. Um, I mean, you can't eat any of it, but true. You know. But I might have a slice. <coughs> I might break down and have a slice. It's <coughs> Corona. I at least bought Sorry. organic flour. I at least bought organic flour, so I can. I, I you know, we'll see. It, it may be my little cheat day. Anyway, but that being said. That's part of what's going on right now is uh, Addie and I are going to build a fish trap, and I'm also going to teach her how to uh, start fire. All right, then. You know, without flint or tinder. Now, while we're talking Actually, about... there will be tinder, Now, no while flint. we're talking about the weight loss challenge, Barbells and Beers asked a couple of questions, and one of the questions that he asked is relevant to this. He asked, how is the diet lifestyle going? And I want to get into this for a minute. Okay. Because my list of people that I want to drag out in the street and beat unmercifully with a ball-peen hammer is growing exponentially. You've been pissy through this. So let's talk about this for a minute. So first of all, to the gentleman who decided that lettuce, iceberg lettuce, (laughs) makes a good replacement for bread at Jimmy John's, you need to be beaten upside the temple with a ball-peen hammer. The unwitch. That is a horrific substitution for bread. At Jimmy John's. It wasn't and even, like, they could have done, like, a red leaf or a romaine. I would say some sort of lettuce that had a little Maybe flavor. Maybe Boston But bib. instead, they just gave wet iceberg. It was the saddest thing I've ever it seen. Was that picture you posted of it. so pitiful. And then, I want to talk about another snack the that s- I encountered. Look, check out the squirrel. He got himself some redbud blooms to take back to the nest and eat. That's sweet. Anyway. I want to talk about the other snack that I encountered. Okay. So... I, I can't even talk about this. So I was at the store, and I was walking through the healthy food section, and I saw a bag of pretzels. Okay. And I'm like, gluten-free? And I'm like, yes. Okay. Butternut squash pretzels. Ooh, it sounds intriguing. No. They were horrible. <laughs> like, seriously, they were they were just bleh, bleh, just horrible. Almost as bad is the cauliflower tortilla chips. Have Robin's mating over your shoulder. I hear them. <laughs> Almost as bad as the cauliflower tortilla chips. That doesn't sound bad at all. Horrible. Horrible. <sighs> you, that's one of our problems. You and I like our carbs way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have been cheating and eating, I, I shouldn't say cheating, but I've been eating rice. And even though it's gluten-free, there are a lot of carbs in the rice. A lot of carbs in rice. Yeah. 
So anyway, so how's the lifestyle challenge going? I'm bitter, I'm angry, and I want to beat people with a hammer. Yeah, Nick is not pleasant right but now. But I, I have been staying at it. Yeah. Um, He's the bishop of the bitter at the po- if this it, point. If it weren't for fruit, which is, has a lot of sugar, I recognize natural sugar. But it's at least it's at least simple it's sugars. Least, it it's is. not refined. It is. So, I mean, you know, whatever. But if it weren't for fruit. And, and I've been hitting the apples hard because apples are, are okay, you know. Are they? Yeah. You get organic at least? No. A lot of pesticide on those apples. And not I to mention. apples, thank you. Not to mention, you know you know, you need to wash them off like with vinegar um, and some hot water, right? I just wash them with water. Yeah. Do the vinegar and hot water and watch all of the... Uh, all of the uh, wax come off of them. They coat them in wax, and that way they stay, you know, longer for shipping. I saw something um, the other day. It was uh, hacks for commercials, how they make food for commercials. And when they show uh, fruits and vegetables on commercials, you know how they get them all shiny? They hit them with hairspray. Oh, my God. That's that's messed up. That's what they do to yeah. make them look good. So. Wow. And, like, when you pull the piece of chi- uh, pizza and the cheese is all stringy. Yeah. That is a combination of like glue and something else, and they like pay, they like take a piece of the pizza off, and then they like paint the glue and stuff in the edge, and then they put that piece of pizza back, and then when they pull that pizza out for the actual shot, it has that really stringy cheese Those going bastards. on. It's, it's glue. Wow. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like when you see a bowl of cereal, and yeah. the and the cereal is all floating in it and everything with the fruit and everything floating in the milk. Yeah. That's a bowl full of glue. Really? Yep. That's how they keep the cereal floating, like, long enough. You know, Clark Griswold always works on the food preservatives. <laughs> the non-nutrient I'm cereal aware. varnish. I'm aware. So, <laughs> I was watching Vegas Vacation last night. Oh, God. I love that movie. Anyway, so. Nick Papa Giorgio. So while we're on uh, <laughs> Barbells and Beers questions, why don't we get to the rest From of Yuma. Those. He wanted to know if we'd heard of any factories shutting down in Nicaragua, Honduras, and Dominican Republic, to which I want to respond, have you not been listening to the show? Have you not yeah, been hearing we've my been, cigar news? We've been sadly mentioning them. It's like, it's like you know, hey, buddy, I think you just outed yourself as missing a couple episodes there. Wow, why that's, why you're you, going at the listers why, now, why, for the love of God. Why don't you get caught up I there, apologize. <laughs> look, I, hey, look, he got more. He, he did get more. Yeah. I don't know if he's building a nest or he's eating the uh, blooms. Did Jeff, you know has, you can Jeff eat? has got his shiny object syndrome and full, you know. I'm like Dory on Nemo. I mean, you're just like, look, squirrel, you know. <laughs> anyway. He's eating. Look, okay. We have a couple, three red buds in the backyard. And the squirrel is going over and taking branches off of the redbud tree, eating the blooms, I'm assuming, or building a nest with them. But those, did you know redbud blooms are edible? I yeah, Our friend Mary at the North County News makes jelly out of them I, every year. That's right. That's yeah. right. So. They're good. Um, he also wants to ask, he's asking me, I assume, at this point in my whiskey journey, do I see myself pairing a cigar with a, uh, a whiskey without a challenge? And I would say... I can answer that for you. <laughs> not without nope. a challenge. <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, I, Nick is not a uh, liquor drinker. I, I think the whiskey journey has proven to me that, I, you know, I can I can have drinks with whiskey in them, but I just don't know if the whole sitting and sipping whiskey thing Look, is he's back after more. For me. Yeah. Jeff, it's a whole thing. Jeff, cigar pulpit, not squirrel <laughs> pulpit here, buddy. Welcome to the squirrel pulpit. Finally, my stick's 35 millimeter asked, Nick, you recently had your first Cuban stick. Did you like it? And When did you have your Cuban? What did I miss? When did I have that? I was over at John's house. Really? I stopped over at John's house. 
It was Did when, he have that Davidoff? The it late was hour? when he had the Davidoff, and uh, and so he, since he was lighting that up, I went ahead and lit up my first Cuban. And, and it was a legally sourced Cuban. Let's point that out. It was. It was actually given to me by a reader of my newspaper who was down in Cuba on a mission trip. And um, he sent me a picture to put in the paper of him holding my paper in Cuba. And when I printed it, I put a little comment saying, like, hey, Ron, where's where's my Cuban cigars? And he came by and he dropped one off for he me. gave you the hookup. It was very nice yep. of him. So anyway, I did smoke that. It was good. It was a little different. Um was it the one note that you'd been led to believe? It is. It was kind of one note. It had some. Uh, it had some spice, and it had some. Uh, it was very floral, but but the draw on it was great. Which I feel. God for- knows they know how to make them. I feel fortunate. Well, that's the thing with Cubans is you get a box of them. Maybe half of them have a good draw, and the other half are all plugged up. I really? Mean, oh yeah. The, oh. the quality control of the of the production down there is not 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 what we have come to expect yep. from from all of the other manufacturers based elsewhere. And so the draw on it was really good. The burn on it was really good. And yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I I have nothing nothing negative to say whatsoever. And I would. Well, there you go. It was an Upman an H Upman. Uh, um, little little robusto guy. Huh. So. Well, cool. Yeah, I'd missed that completely. I know. Look at that. I know. I just learned something myself. There you go. Well, you've had Cubans before. Oh yeah, le- so. le- le- legally sourced in most cases. In most cases. Well, and you know, I it's my civic duty as an American <laughs> to destroy that contraband. <laughs> Corona. And that's what I said to John <laughs> when I got it out. I'm like, I have some contraband. I have to light up and burn. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that would be uh, this week's Ask the Boys segment. And if you have questions for us, make sure you get them into us either through direct message on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit or at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator, or head on over to cigarpulpit.com and use the Contact the Pulpit page. There you go. So, Nick, since you mentioned some of our socials, why don't we go ahead and hit that real quick? So, we'll hit the socials. Uh, we are, like I just said, is, we are... Is our newsletter out yet? No. I'll get it out. Nicky, Nicky, Nicky. Oh, come on. The, the March newsletter, and we're in April. Just want to point that out. No, it's the April newsletter. Okay, so last one was the March newsletter? Yeah, because okay. I got it out in March. Fair enough. But it was the February newsletter. I mean, it had stuff about February <laughs> in it. But anyway. But it's coming, so sign up for our free newsletter. Do you want me to hit the socials now or not? Well, I was leading into that so you could, you know, it was a, it was a lead-in. But it's... A segue. It's so many different things. So, so... You're just... Are you okay? We're on Instagram at the cigar, the cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and we are always available to be reached at CigarPulpit.com. Yes. Now, going back to the email newsletter, if you sign up for the email newsletter, and uh, my goal is monthly, um, obviously it's when stuff's going on, and quite frankly, there's not been a whole lot going on. See, that's the other thing, Yeah. You know, you're ragging at me about the newsletter. I filled the last newsletter with pictures and stuff about our trips. You and I really haven't done much of anything. This this month is going to be a picture of that squirrel in the redbud tree. Yeah, exactly. So... um, (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of a thing. But anyway, so sign up for the email newsletter, and 
By doing so, that gets you entered into our weekly giveaways. Now, I have some news about the weekly giveaways. Oh, I know what this is. I have some news. Guys, you're going to be jazzed. Some, the weekly giveaways. So, the response to the Martinez Cigars prize packs. Phenomenal. It was phenomenal. So good. Everybody enjoyed them, and it's just one of those things that we just felt the need to give away two of them at the end of last month. I mean, it's just, it, it's gone really, really well. And so, because it's gone so well, I reached out to Dave and I asked him, I said, hey, buddy, you know. It was kind of, it was almost a mutual thing. You guys were on the live, were it, you not? It, it, we were on the live. Yep. And I was watching. It was Nick one doesn't the, let me do the lives. No, I've asked you to do the lives and you say you don't want to do the lives. <laughs> so Tomato, tomato. There's a bit of a difference there. So I agree to disagree. Did reach out to Dave over at Martinez and he told me that he would love to officially be the sponsor of the weekly giveaways so that Martinez Cigars is stepping up. It is now the Martinez Cigars weekly giveaway. That's awesome. And so we're going to be giving away more prize packs from Martinez Cigars. So without further ado, without further ado, we'll go ahead and announce the winner for this week. So the winner this week of the Martinez Cigars giveaway. Naked Gator? No. Because I really want some Martinez cigars. It is not Naked Gator. <laughs> it is Anthony Silva. Ooh, Anthony Silva. Ant- Look at you. Anthony Silva, you have until Monday to shoot me an email at Nick, N-I-C-K, at Cigar Pulpit, and just put in the subject line, I'm the winner, and just give me your shipping address and let me know where I can mail these, and I'd be happy to mail you this uh, Martinez Cigars prize pack. That's awesome. Yeah, you're going to love these sticks, man. So be sure to get a hold of us. If you know Anthony, make sure to tell him that he was a winner. Yes. So, buddy, what are you getting on your cigar? I'm down to like the last third here. The 601. Who Again, who makes this? Espinosa. Yeah, this is a good stick. I've enjoyed this Maduro, and that's not something I normally say. <laughs> oh, guys, Nick just lit Ow. himself on fire. Ow. He went to relight cause, so, yeah, as we've been stick, talking. My stick did go out, and I had a little... Shard of ash just attack his thumb and just hit me right on the cuticle <laughs> of my thumb there, and it just right at the line where the skin and the nail meet. And this oh, is why I wish we were on video God, because people should have seen that. That hurt so much. <laughs> so anyway, well, it's funny you bring that up, and I'll get to that in a second here. But regarding the cigar, it's it stayed. I'd say it stayed one flavor profile for the most part fair enough i'll give you that it's not a bad flavor profile no it's not, not at all. one that i have have had a problem with i've enjoyed this cigar Woo. but oh. i wouldn't but i wouldn't oh, say that it's man. changed a lot what just happened to you oh did you retrohale yeah i did a last third retrohale you gotta try that oh god you're it's it ain't one note on the retro <laughs> oh my god oh my god well um there's some flavor for oh you oh my god the pepper has increased significantly. 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 Wow. In the, uh, in the back portion here. You know, that's something I'm curious about. I wonder if the listeners are doing the retro hails and stuff with oh, us. Oh, man. Because I'd love to hear what you guys think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nothing in your sinuses is living through that, oh I'll tell you right God, now. Oh, my God, no, no, not at all. So I would, uh, yeah, it, I would say that it stayed kind of a, a peppery. Maybe I, the stick itself 
kind of has a slight little like kind of eh, chocolatey-ish kind of component to it. I don't it. know if I ever got that. It's, it's that Maduro. It's, yeah. it's just that like kind of like hint, not like a hard chocolate thing, but... Like a, a, like a dark chocolate, like, like a, a like, cocoa? Like a slight sweetness that I can't quite put my finger on. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of labeling it as chocolate, like cocoa. You know, yeah, I'd okay. give you that. And then, and then, like I said, the the pepper is definitely there, especially on the retro. Hill. Oh man, the retro hail is pep- nothing but pepper now. So I have a couple more things to get to here, and okay. you just brought up one of them. So one of the areas that I've been doing a lot of research in lately, in my my spare time in the quarantine, has been like podcast numbers and how to get up viewership and and or listenership, listenership yeah. and everything like that. And at the same time, I've been doing, like, some of these Instagram lives. Yeah. And it's been fascinating to me how, like, you get the listener interaction and everything like that on the videos. But but the other area that's been fascinating to me is how some of the numbers have dropped on the audio side. You know, we learn in their cars. And that's exactly yep. it. People aren't in their cars. They're not they're not doing the activities that they normally listened to podcasts. Yep. And and everything. But what apparently is happening is there has been an increase in YouTube viewership. People are home, they're yep. watching videos. It's supposed there's, to be working from home watching videos. There's been a lot more people watching videos on YouTube. And so it's got me thinking. Oh God. I have potentially the equipment. I need to look into if I have everything I need to do it. Are we GoPro on ourselves? But theoretically, there is the possibility that I could set up a camera system. Oh, God. To where we could stream this recording right here live on both YouTube and Facebook at the same time as we're recording the audio side. Now, the problem with that is you're going to get to see all the breaks and, and cuts and coughs. And that's, and, and that's exactly what I was about to say. And my daughter bringing out her artwork to I was going to say, because us. heaven forbid Addie leave us alone. But but seriously, we could theoretically do that. We could. And it would be uh, they would be two totally different shows. Like whoever watches the video version of it and then turns around and listens to the audio version of it, the audio version is going to be edited down into the tight package that is the current cigar pulpit but the tight package but <laughs> but you know on the on the video tight side tight package affirmative but on the video side like i said you would see and hear all of the goofiness and everything that went on i don't i don't i don't know what i think of that yeah i don't either <laughs> and so it'd be a question of whether or not you and i would have to be able to uh maybe curb that a little bit but how 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 do I tell my ten year old to not leave te- us alone? I'm not telling. She she'll do it more. Well, I know, but yeah. I, I'm not worried. Addie's not so much my main concern. It's more you and I and our side conversations that I go in and <laughs> delete out. That should know. never be for public never consumption. Never be for. <laughs> anyway, like the one that I'm, you know, I told you I wouldn't, but I man, I really want to use it as a cold open. <laughs> I'm not going to, but anyway. Yeah, the bits that we leave on the cutting room floor. Are some of the gold that you're not hearing. Well. That is true. It's some of the gold that I just don't know. Well, you used a cold open. I was just dicking around because Nick had to run to his car the other day. And I'm like just going off and singing and having a good old time. We used yeah, one I of those used that cold for, open. I think Tuesday's show yeah. last week. Uh. So. 
I heard it and I laughed out loud because I wondered. I thought, you know, when you're editing this, you're going to find all this stupidity. So yeah, and you used it. So anyway, so yeah, so I, uh, I, I do wonder what the logistics of us doing that. But on the flip side, it would bring in more eyeballs and more people ultimately to the table. Truth. I think if we offered up video versions of. I mean, people could actually see that my humidor is literally sitting on the back deck rising right just, now just it, i'm at 60 percent i've gone up five percent in my humidity just having that out here and open now granted it's full of mold spores now but i wouldn't say i wouldn't want to put in that's a risk for another day any sticks in that but you know hey whatever <laughs> so anyway so the other thing that i needed to get to uh-oh is, is it because there's something i need to bring up you go ahead and do yours we'll, well see no, the same thing why don't we go ahead and do yours? it might be real. the same I don't know if it will be. You announced something on the live the other night that we haven't talked about on the podcast not at all. The same thing. So yeah. And guys, I know. Do we want to do this, or should I try and? You've already announced it on the live. Although I, there were I three on the people. Li- on I was going to say time. there was like nobody on it because Dave and I were having so many problems. Yeah, you guys had an hour and a half of technical difficulties. Yeah. I mean, do I want to announce that on the show right now, or do I want to try and see if I can get Dave on the show? Let's bring Dave on. I, you know what, guys? There's something to look forward to to our core listeners out there. I was going to say, let me. We see, have a big announcement. Let me see. We have if a I, huge announcement. Let me see if I can get Dave uh, this week so that Friday's episode we can have that announcement. Okay. Okay. Guys, huge. So huge. What I wanted to get to was our weight loss challenge. Now I had a listener reach out to us and say that she really wanted to take part in the weight loss challenge. Yes. So Jamie Stevens, everybody, you know, people on Instagram know her as Cigar Eyes Seven One Seven. She um, writes cigar reviews for Cigar Talk, and I mean, you know, she's she's a very nice lady. I hey, met we're her. We're all in this together. I you met, met her at the barn. I smoker. say I met her at the Kentucky yeah. Barn Smoker and everything. Her, so her husband. She um, she got in touch and said that she wanted in on the weight loss challenge. Okay. Now more the merrier. Here is the perfect opportunity to talk about how we can get listeners involved in the weight loss challenge. Okay. And so I had an opportunity to speak with Jamie, so we'll go ahead real briefly and get into that real quick. So I'm joined by Jamie Stevens, or Cigar Eyes 717 on Instagram. How are you, Jamie? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing great. So we, um, as you know, we're doing our, our weight loss challenge. Now, you reached out to me. And you were the first listener to reach out to me and say that you wanted in on this. Yes. And so why did you do that? Well, (laughs) it's a mix of things. Um, I'm already going through my own weight loss journey. Um, I've lost about 28 pounds so far. That's awesome. So I'm trying to, you know... Get myself beach body ready if the beach is open. During the <laughs> summer. You might you might have to social it, distance on the beach a little I, bit. I might, but, but I know. will feel happy with myself. So there you um, go. You know, it's my own journey. And then when I saw you know saw on Instagram and you know talked to you, found out you guys were doing this, I said, why not lose weight for a great cause too? Specifically, cigars for warriors. Yes, exactly. So, so as the first listener, I wanted to get you on. And I wanted to kind of explain how listeners can be involved in this challenge. So as as everyone that's following this is aware, My Monthly Cigars is donating cigars on behalf of Jeff and I to Cigars for Warriors based upon how much weight we lose. What we're saying for the listeners is 
you have multiple ways to participate. For those of you who want to lose weight and want to actively be participating in the weight loss portion of it, it's kind of like a marathon or something where you get um, sponsors to to sponsor like, you know, maybe they, they give you so much per mile or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so... The way I see it is one of two things. Either the first, if you want to raise money for Cigars for Warriors, then you can determine, you know, whatever. If it's a, if it's a quarter per pound or whatever you're going to ask for, it's kind of up to you and, and, you know, the people you're talking to. And you can raise this. And if you raise money, we just ask that you send it directly to Cigars for Warriors. I don't want to have anything to do with your money. But then if you raise cigars, and I would suspect that you probably know plenty of cigar people that might be willing to donate cigars in this whole thing, then at that point, what we would ask is that you, you get out there, you get working, and you raise your cigars, and you send them to My Monthly Cigars. And they have a blog post up on their blog. You just go on over to MyMonthlyCigars.com, check out their blog post about this, and they have the address of where you can send your cigars and everything right there. And you send your cigars over there, and then they will get them over to um, Cigars for Warriors. That sounds pretty cool, per- I must say. Perfect. So you've been on the show before. Now, I have. since we've talked last... You've continued to do cigar reviews for Cigar Talk and everything. So why don't we just yes. catch up for a moment? So how how's that been going? It's great. I'm still doing the weekly review. Um, you know, I try to change it up every week just depending on, you know, the week and what I'm smoking and, you know, what goes on. Now it's just a little bit <laughs> different Yeah. Um, in, these, in these times. You getting a little um, bit more cigar time in? You know, I thought I would, but, uh, <laughs> you know, since I'm classified in that essential uh, category, uh-huh. I'm still working. Um, and uh, honestly, my, my hours and all that have actually gotten a little crazier since all this has started um, just because of, you know, staffing things and, you know, trying to make sure that everybody's safe. And it's been a challenge, yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm still trying. Every week is different, I feel like. Gotcha. I never thought last week, you know, how it would be this week. So, yeah. Um, we'll just see, I guess. Well, there you go. So, before we wrap this up, I'm I I I hesitate to ask because quite frankly, I've always been taught that this is a horribly rude question to ask anybody, much less a woman. But Jeff and I did say what our starting weight was. Oh boy! <laughs> and that is the worst question. To I ask I know a it lady. is, and so I'm sitting here just. I mean, you're in Pennsylvania for God's sakes, and I'm in Southern Illinois, and I'm sitting here cringing just at the thought of this. And so I'm not saying you have to, but I'm giving okay. you the opportunity to just say what your starting weight is, and then from there you can say, or at the very least, you can you can say, you know, maybe what day you're going to weigh in, and what day you're going to make your announcements mm-hmm. on your Instagram and everything about how you're doing with it. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this kind of up to you because I'm not gonna I'm I don't want to ask <laughs> I don't want to ask There's no way I want to actually this is always ask. A tough question because you know women especially are so self conscious about how much they weigh. Guys are too. Um, Trust yeah, me. And I know a lot Trust of men me, are too. It was definitely. not it was not a good day when I finally had to say my starting weight. So 
See, I well, didn't even really I want plan, to say it. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> I I plan on weighing myself every Saturday, like I do now. Okay. Um, so that's not going to be any different than what I've been doing. Okay. Um, so currently, right now, <laughs> it's a big number. Da, 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 da. Um, I currently weigh 170 pounds. I like weigh. Hang on, I'm doing math in my head right now, and that's dangerous. Oh my god, I weigh more than twice as much as you. <laughs> so yeah so okay whatever um yeah nah you're, you're you're that's that's fine that's respectable so i'm i'm like i said i'm weighing in 365 and like i said this needs to needs to change so so okay yep. so you're sitting at 170 so now we have a starting point now we yep. know now we can track you know appropriate losses and it's on record for full accountability which was kind of why I did this in the first place. I figured a little public accountability on my part wouldn't be bad. So Oh yeah, and you know what? As much as I'm like, "Oh no, I'm taking my weight," but you know what? It kind of motivates me more, you know. Oh, yeah, I want to lose about 25 more pounds, so That's awesome. I'm in it to win it. All right. <laughs> well, and like I said, you know, you 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 post your updates we'll share them and we'll share them on the show we'll share them on our on our socials and we'll keep everybody apprised of your status and then we look forward to you raising a bunch of cigars and we invite all of the rest of our listeners to do like jamie and get involved and raise cigars for cigars for warriors because you know ultimately this is it's kind of a win-win everybody gets a little something out of it you get a little healthier lifestyle going on and the the troops get some cigars so Everybody wins. Exactly. Well, Jamie, I've taken enough of your time on a Sunday afternoon. I'm going to let you go. But thank you very much. It was nice talking to you again. Awesome. Thank you so much. look forward to touching base on how the next two months goes. Yes. All right. Take it easy, Jamie. All right. Thank you. So, yeah. So, just like I told Jamie, I would like listeners to participate and take part in the Weight Loss Challenge with us. And what is the easiest way for everyone to do that? So what I'm thinking is we need to, there's two ways. If they want to actually lose weight, what I'm thinking is we'll put together like um, almost like a sponsorship form. Yeah. Like, like if you're running, uh, you know, like a 5k or something like that, you know, you, you sometimes, and you're raising money for a cause and this would be cigars or a marathon. You sometimes get, you sometimes get sponsors and for every, you know, however every mile, many, it's a quarter yeah, or whatever. Precisely. Yeah. And so it'd be the same kind of concept where somebody would get these sponsorship forms and for every pound they lose, maybe they have their friends and family pledge a dime or something like yep. that. And then that way they could collect up some money and they could send it to Cigars for Warriors. I want you to send it direct. If you're sending money. I want you to send it directly to Cigars for Warriors. Yes. I don't. Not us. We want nothing to do with handling anybody's money. Not my money. monthly cigars. And yeah. my monthly cigars does not want anything to do with handling anybody's money. But if you're if you're going to do this and you're going to lose weight and you want to raise money for Cigars for Warriors, we ask that you send it to Cigars for Warriors with a note saying that you're taking part in the Nick and Gator Weight Loss Challenge, which I, I mean... We really haven't had a name selected just we'll yet. We'll just call it the Nick and Gator Weight Loss I guess Challenge for right now. Yeah. We'll just we'll just go with that unless something really good comes along. Nick, oh, well, Nick I, just set himself I just on fire. Completely just dropped the last like little bit of my cigar. 
Um, you still got a third left. I'm at the nub. It's not quite a third. It's look, you're further along than, I, or I'm further along you than you are. are still further significantly. along significantly, but but it's not quite a third. But anyway, send your money with the note to Cigars for Warriors. Now, if you want to do this and you want to raise cigars, let's say maybe you have a group of cigar friends and they want to donate cigars to you or something like that. That would go to my monthly cigars, and then from there we'll pack. They'll pool all those and send them in together. And send them yep. in together, exactly. So, you know, it's kind of, you have two options in that regard. If you don't want to lose weight, if let's say you're already fit, or maybe you're happy, it doesn't matter. How many of our listeners are fit and happy? Well, they may not be fit, but they might be happy. Well, yeah, one or the other, but maybe not both. <laughs> I mean, for the love of God, there they're might listening be, to us. There might be some that are both, you know. <laughs> but anyway, if that's the case, then what I would say is go ahead and just send your cigars to my monthly cigars yep we're only asking a couple of sticks and how do they get that address so if you want to send cigars in for the drive yes we're trying to raise 500 cigars for cigars for warriors if you want to send cigars in for the drive you send in my monthly cigars at team cigars llc p.o box 1155 brunswick ohio 44212 Four four two one one two. Yes. Yes. Anyway, and then that way, and make sure to mention that they're uh, part of the Nick and Gator Weight Loss Challenge. Yeah, I mean, I would think that my monthly getting they're not used to receiving; they're they're used to sending. Exactly. So, anyway, so yeah, so you have multiple ways to take part. Like I said, if you want to, if you want to lose weight, you can go out and find sponsors. If you don't want to feel as though you want to lose weight or you're whatever, and you just want to send in cigars. Send them over to my monthly. Perfect. Yep. So, and speaking of my monthly cigars, it's a premium <laughs> subscription service. It is where they send cigars straight to your door in a box every month, and you can get either the Robusto box, which is four cigars for thirty dollars, or they also have the Presidente, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. And you can hoard those. You can hoard those. Um, it's two of each of what's in the Robusto box. And so we get the Robusto box, and we smoke those cigars every Friday throughout the month on the episode. And if you sign up for My Monthly Cigars, you can use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, and that gets you 20% off any of the items in their online store, or it also gets you free shipping on your first order. It's a deal. It is a deal. It is a deal. And they have an MSRP guarantee, which states... That the MSRP of all the sticks within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. The boxes so, this last month were well over $40. Yeah, a- April's well over $40. And, you know, it's only a $30 box if you get the Robusto. Now, if you get the uh, Presidente. Now it's is like when the savings really precisely, occur. It's like yep. over 80 bucks, but you're only paying 50 bucks for yep. it. So, you know, it's one of those things. If you go for the bigger box, you actually save more. Yeah, I, I enjoy a bigger box from time to time. Oh, <sighs> God. Anyway, so <laughs> let's be honest. I like all the boxes. Final thoughts on the stick there, Jeff? I'm loving it. This has been a great cigar. Garrett Collier, thank you so much, brother, for hooking us up with these. I agree. It's been good. I mean, I've had uh, had a this, little bit of relight in the last third well, of that this, was, but that, that was, was us mostly because I was talking, and I did drop it. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was um, That was a thing to see. That should be on the video. That was the problem. Yeah, that was a thing. Maybe I'll have to look into the video thing. Oh, this is a horrible idea. 
Because I found a I found a software that allows you to stream live to both Facebook and YouTube at the same time. Okay then. And uh, I don't know. It, it might take a little bit of setting up and figuring. We out. We could GoPro each other so we could have a split screen of me looking at you, you looking at me. I just me I, watching that squirrel boy, run that, around the trees. That just sounds problematic. <laughs> the only problem that I will say is I do wonder if I need a. I mean, I might need a second computer. Oh, I've got my Mac sitting in there. We can work it out. Hmm. <laughs> Look at you offering up solutions. I'm saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I would have thought you would have, like, shit all over the idea of going with video. No, actually, I don't hate it. Really? Oh, yeah. Because people are going to get to see all the behind the scenes of Nick and Gator. I would have thought that you would have not liked that idea. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stupid here. There's a lot of stupid <laughs> here. I just would have thought you wouldn't have liked it. But The 20-minute gaps, you know, when one of us goes to the bathroom or makes coffee or goes to our car. Yeah. I mean, that does happen. It does. It, it does happen. Oh. Well, anyway, so we'll figure that out. We'll, th- we'll, we'll think about that. Do you guys want to watch video? Would you watch video? Yeah, let us know. Let us know. You can you reach know. out to us on the socials. Exactly. So We've been enjoying the 601 Maduro from Espinosa. Thank you again, Garrett Collier, for uh, hooking us up with it. Great cigar. It's not one that I see in our stores locally. I don't see these a lot. Though. I don't know where if this is more of a regional cigar, but uh, I don't know. no, I would definitely smoke it again. Well, Jeff, unless you have anything for the betterment of the cause. I, I am tapped out. This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. We love you guys. I'm Nick. I'm that's, Gator. That, that's Gator. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Should everyone stay smoky? Yes. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> stay safe and stay smoky. <laughs> <laughs>